This is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. Got some more Age of Ascension going on here. Let's see what we get here. The Madam of Cloud Dome. Okay. Uh, what do I think there? Sanctum. Shadows. Dece. Oof, I got one right. <laughs> it's Sanctum, Untamed, and Mars. Alright. Well, always looking for that Genka setup, but um, there's other good things that can happen in Mars for sure. Um, cool synergies that can fire off. Um, they're very combo-y, although, man, compare them, looking back, you compare them to Saurian now, and uh, that's rough. But, um... Then Untamed, maybe we'll get some Burst, and uh, Sanctum, some Board, and Amber Control. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Starting off with a Mother Gun, it's an artifact. Uh, it has action, reveal any number of Mars cards from your hand, deal damage to a creature equal to the number of Mars cards revealed this way. That can be pretty cool. We got Tixel Beam Buckler, a 4-power Martian Soldier with an armor. When you play it, you deal 2 damage to a creature and move it to either flank of its controller's battlefield. Uh, got two of those. That's some nice plinky board control. I really like it. Three of those. Nice. I, I never am sad to see Bean Buckler. Okay. Then we have... And then you have a four-power body with an armor, which is solid, too. Uh, Xanthix Harvester is a three-power beast. It can't be used while it has a non-Mars neighbor, but when it can be used, it has Reap Gain 1, which is fantastic. Ooh, Combat Pheromones is going to give us more value for our Mars creatures. It's an artifact with a bonus amber. It has Omni, Sacrifice it, and you may use up to two other Mars cards this turn. That is solid. We do have a Key Abduction. This is an action with a bonus amber that returns each Mars creature to its owner's hand. Then you may forge a key at plus nine current cost, reduced by one for each card in your hand. And I love that with the Beam Bucklers. Because that means you can get you, you can trigger that play effect twice, which is going to be really good. Nice, I really like that. Okay, good so far. Mothership support is an action with a bonus amber. Uh, when you play it for each friendly ready Mars creature, you deal two damage to a creature, and you can choose a different creature each time. Really great, more board control, especially having those big bodies. Not sad to see that. We got a second one. Nice. Um, three of, a two of, that's some consistency. Stormcrawler is a six power robot with one armor. It only deals one damage when it, when fighting, but it has after an enemy creature reaps, stun it, which is a really nice effect. Uh, your opponent's going to really want to deal with that. Okay, then we have a Killzord Mark 9001. This is an upgrade that gives a creature plus two armor and plus two power, and it also gets skirmish and fight gain one chain. Uh, that's interesting. Um, maybe I want to put on the Xanthix Harvester, but maybe I'll get something good in Sanctum or uh, Untamed to put it in, too. And then, uh, yeah, this is the last Mars card, so no Martian Gen for us. But uh, I still have hope here. Uh, this could be pretty good. Um, we got Quicksilk's Plague Master, a three-power Martian Scientist with Fight Reap. Deal three damage to each human creature, and this damage cannot be prevented by armor. Um, that's really nice. Four amber pips in there. Uh, some nice, just damage spray that I really love. And Killzord, if you don't use the creature to fight, 
then it's all upside. If you use the creature to fight, then there's that little bit of a downside. Um, but uh, you do not have to use the creature to fight, and it still has a lot of upside. Okay. Lion Boutram is a four-power human knight with one armor and deploy. Its neighbors get plus two power, which is very nice. We got Blinding Light, which is an action with a bonus amber that says choose a house, stun each creature of that house. Really good board control. Got two of those. I love it. That with the Plinky Damage and Mars and the Stormcrawler is like pretty bar pretty good board control. We're going to be, uh, our opponent's not going to be able to do a lot on the board. Bordan the Redeemed is a three power human thief with elusive and action capture too. Chow the Safeguard is a four power human knight with two armor. It has deploy and taunt. Um, really nice to put that next to the lion. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll put that next to anything else we'd really want to protect. Not really. Maybe the Stormcrawler. You don't want it next to the Xanthix Harvester. And the Bean Bucklers don't need to be protected. Shield of Justice. I love it. It's an action with a bonus amber that says for the remainder of the turn, each friendly creature cannot be dealt damage. Nice. Sir Marrows is a four-power human knight with two armor. After your opponent gains amber by reaping, Sir Marrows captures it. Nice amber control. Smite is an action that says play ready and fight with a friendly creature. Deal two damage to the attack creature's neighbors. Nice uh, cow fine in a pinch. Ooh, Gorm of Om is an artifact with Omni. Sacrifice it and destroy an artifact. Really good for controlling your opponent's artifacts. Uh, the harder they come will purge a creature with power five or higher. That's always very nice. Uh, in the right circumstances, it's very good. Uh, yeah, I like it. And then we do have epic quests here. This is an artifact uh, and quest. It has play, archive each friendly knight creature in play. And Omni, if you have played seven or more Sanctum creatures this turn, sacrifice epic quest and forge a key at no cost. How many knights do we have? One, two, three. So, archive three cards max. Eh, that's okay. It's a little rough. Um, if we had logos, I'd feel better about it. But, you know. It could happen. Ooh, this is another knight. The Vault Keeper is a four-power, one-armor spirit knight that says your amber can't be stolen. That's a really nice add here. I like it. Okay, so we got four knights. If you get the epic quest at the right time, that could be pretty solid. Uh, then you get three more cards, and you can forge a key for free with the epic quest. And uh, if you get the right Mars setup, you can forge a key for free that way. Um, or at a discount on demand. Uh, that's pretty good. Are we going to get another Kichi in Untamed? Could happen. Darna is nice to see with all the, the Mars with armor and the Sanctum. It's a two-power Elf Witch. When you play her, you gain one Amber for each damage-friendly creature. And, you know, the chances of you having a damage-friendly creature go up as you have creatures with armor and bigger bodies, right? One armor, two armor, two armor, four-power, one armor, but it makes the neighbors bigger. Uh, six power. These are four power, one armor. So the chances of getting value of Darna are actually really good. And then it's repeal two damage from a friendly creature, which is okay. Dusk Witch is going to be a real threat here. It's a one power human witch with Omega, which means that after you play it, you end this step, uh, which effectively means, okay, you're going to go ahead and ready your stuff and draw your cards and be done. Um, but has elusive and your creatures interplay ready. Get this next to the Lion Boutrum, and it's already three power with Elusive. That's 
that's nothing to sneeze at. Nox is a three power beast, and it gets plus three power for each neighbor it has. Uh, nice big creature there. Marmoswarm is a two power beast that gains plus one power for each amber in your pool. Very nice. Regrowth is an action with a bonus amber that returns a creature from your discard pile to your hand. In this deck, I probably want to get the Duskwitch back, maybe the Darna in the right circumstances. Um, if I really need to stop the opponent, maybe uh, Sir Marrows or something like that, but at that point I'll wish that it was Exhum and not Regrowth. Save the Pack is a, an action that destroys each, each damaged creature and then gains a chain. Probably not something we're going to want to use a lot in this deck, just given the amount of board control we have, but in a pinch it could be good. Song of Spring, another way to get back that, uh, that Dusk Witch or the Darna. Uh, it's an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you shuffle any number of friendly untamed creatures from your hand, discard pile, or battle line back into your deck. Very nice there. Got two of those. Nice. Excellent. I mean, potentially we play Dusk Witch four times in a single run-through with this deck, which would be solid. Then we have They're Everywhere, an action with a bonus amber that says deal two to each enemy flank creature and one to each enemy creature not on a flank. Importantly, those do now happen sequentially, so you deal two damage to each enemy flank creature. If anything dies, it dies at that point, and then you deal one to each enemy creature not on a flank. They have updated that in the rules, in the latest version of the rules, so good to know that that particular card has changed from the way it used to work. Um, and that, with the with the Mars, like gives us, again, just a lot of plinky damage. That plus save the pack is a one-sided board wipe, which is amazing. Camouflage is an upgrade with a bonus hammer. It says the creature's not on a flank, cannot fight this creature. Um, that would be really nice to put on the Dusk Witch, but of course, um, Dusk Witch has Omega, so you can't put something like that on it on the turn you play it. Um, but it might be nice to put in like a Sermeros or something like that that we want to protect. I like it. Lifeweb is an action with a bonus amber that says play if your opponent played three or more creatures on their previous turn, steal two. That's, you know, we haven't seen a lot of amber control here. We have anti-steal tech. We have uh, anti-reap tech here, but you aren't, per, uh, you aren't retroactively capturing amber. So, really have to worry about Amber Control here, and I think we just have to race with this thing. Um, but still, in a pinch, Life Web can be Steel 2, which is not bad. And then we have one of my favorite Untamed cards, Nature's Call, which gains you an Amber, and you return up to three creatures to their owner's hands. In Coda, this tended to be a very offensive card. You would play it with, like, Dust Pixies to get insane value. But here, we're more likely to play it defensively. There's not a lot of value in lifting up the Dusk Witch. There could be in the Darna in the right circumstances. You know, if you play the Darna in game three and then you can Nature's Call it, that is fantastic. Um, you know, the Marrows we're not going to want to lift. Really nothing else here that we're going to want to lift. Maybe the Beam Bucklers, but I'd just rather do that with the Key Abduction because then I can play them right back. So probably we're going to use this to lift the opponent's creatures. I want to count the amber here, though, because there's a lot. That is six right there. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen printed amber is pretty solid, especially once you consider... Um, 
we're probably getting something from the Darna. We're probably um, probably getting a couple reaps in here, right? So all in all, I think this is a pretty good race deck. It's not going to slow down the opponent, and that's the the biggest risk. Um, and really, what we probably want to do is race control the board and then be able to like end it with a key abduction or in the worst case scenario you know end in a, like a two turn combo with an epic quest uh, which is a little harder to pull off but uh, but that key abduction I think could really win a lot of games here um, <laughs> the last deck I opened I got a legacy dust picks and I would have loved to have that with this nature's call but it was not meant to be so it is what it is, and um, this seems pretty good though. I am excited to go racing with it. This was the Madam of Cloud Dome. Thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoyed, and that you'll get out and forge some keys.